Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, a very cool show today as we talk about an investment product that we're getting a ton of questions about, so we thought we'd go ahead and give a podcast about it. The after-tax 401k option. This is going to be fun. Let's take a look at it. But before we do, I just want to remind you real quick, you can always subscribe. It helps us out tremendously. We would greatly appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button on the podcast. Also, share this with friends and family. Such a cool topic we're talking about today and tons of others in our archives that you can search for as well. And follow us all over social media. Just search for The College Investor and you will find us pretty much wherever you are. We'd love to get to know you. All right, let's get to it. So most long-term investors realize there really aren't too many quick and easy tricks to really anything, but to getting better investing results. There are a few tried and true methods, though, for boosting your investing bottom line. The most important trick, of course, is pursuing a diverse portfolio to avoid financial ruin and the whole putting all your eggs in one basket thingy. And the next most important trick is figuring out ways to be tax efficient. A lot of investors and savvy investors use retirement accounts to help shield money from taxes now or later. Are you taking full advantage, though, of your retirement accounts? If you're not making after-tax 401k contributions, you might be missing out on an important tax shelter. After-tax 401k contributions can dramatically increase the amount of money that you can put into a tax-sheltered retirement account. So here's what you need to know about making after-tax contributions to your 401k. What is an after-tax 401k contribution anyway? Let's answer that first and then we'll get to the rest of it. So an after-tax 401k contribution is money that you put into a 401k that doesn't have an immediate tax benefit. It just doesn't. So you got to pay income tax on your money before you contribute it to your 401k. After you pay the tax, you can put this money into your 401k. It's basically what, I, what, what we're saying. Earnings on after-tax contributions to a 401k, though, grow tax-deferred. That just means the earnings on these contributions aren't taxed until you withdraw the earnings. When you withdraw the money, you'll pay tax on the earnings, but not on the original contributions. So on the flip side of this, after-tax 401k contributions allow an employee to fill up their 401k bucket, if you will, to the annual limit, even if your employee contributions and employer contributions don't add up to the annual limit. That's confusing, I know. Here's an example. A 36-year-old person contributes $23,000, the employee maximum, to her 401k account in 2024. If her employer contributes $10,000 to the account, her total contributions for the year are $33,000. That's really good. That's a lot of money to contribute to a retirement account. But it's well short of the $69,000 total limit for 401k contributions. If she has sufficient income, she can add up to thirty-six dollars of after-tax contributions to her 401k for the year. That's pretty cool. While a lot of 401k plans allow you to make after-tax contributions, not all of them actually do. You'll need to visit your 401k plan's website or review the documents from HR to figure out if you can superfund your 401k with after-tax contributions. So here's how to make after-tax contributions. Let's take a look. If you're a W-2 employee without a side hustle, 
and income from that side hustle, you can only make an after-tax contribution if your employer's 401k plan allows after-tax contributions. Unfortunately, not every employer is going to allow this. You're just going to need to consult your 401k plan documents to see if after-tax contributions are actually allowed. In most cases, if after-tax contributions are allowed, you can make them by just adjusting your contributions on your plan's website. Self-employed people can only superfund their 401k when their individual 401k allows them to do so. Just going to need to read carefully your 401k documents or talk to customer support to figure out whether after-tax contributions are available to you. But most of the big-name brokerages actually don't allow after-tax contributions in their free solo 401k plans. My Solo 401k is one company that allows voluntary after-tax contributions. Again, that's My Solo 401k. In case you hear of any products or resources that I talk about during the podcast, just remember you can always find the article attached to the podcast at thecollegeinvestor.com. So here's what to do with after-tax contributions, by the way. Once you have after-tax money in your 401k account, there are a few strategies you can employ to supercharge the tax advantages associated with after-tax contributions. The first strategy is called the Mega Backdoor Roth. That sounds pretty intense. All right, so the Mega Backdoor Roth involves converting all of your after-tax contributions to Roth contributions. Very cool. When you do this, all of the contributions and all of the earnings on your contributions receive that coveted Roth treatment. That means that you never have to pay income tax on the contributions or the earnings ever again. The easiest way to fund a mega backdoor Roth is to use automatic in-plan Roth conversions. This feature, offered by some employers, allows your plan provider to automatically convert your after-tax contributions to Roth contributions on a regular schedule. Some providers may even convert the contributions every other week when you automatically fund your 401k. Combining financial automation and permanent tax savings is the best option when it comes to after-tax contributions. If your employer's plan doesn't allow automatic Roth conversions, you might be able to convert those contributions on your own. Consider making the conversions every quarter so that your withdrawals are simple. If your employer doesn't offer in-plan conversions, you can roll over money from your 401k to traditional and Roth IRAs. This is called a mega backdoor Roth IRA conversion. And it's clunkier than an in-plan conversion, of course. However, it is likely worth the hassle if you have a lot of income that you want to invest in a tax-advantaged retirement account. It's going to be worth it, I promise. Okay, now let's take a look at the differences between Roth and after-tax 401k contributions. They are not the same thing, and it's easy to confuse the two. After all, Roth contributions are sometimes called after-tax. <laughs> Additionally, investors pay taxes on their income before they make Roth or after-tax contributions with it. So what's the difference? Unless you do a Roth conversion, the earnings on after-tax contributions are tax-deferred instead of already taxed. I know, it doesn't seem fair. So that means that after-tax contribution, contributions do grow tax-free, but they're going to be taxed as regular income when you go to withdraw the money. By contrast, 
Roth contributions are already taxed. The IRS will never tax the contributions or the earnings again. So most investors want their after-tax contributions to become Roth contributions as quickly as possible, of course. So that's why many investors want to find ways to do in-plan Roth conversions. Let's take a look at some alternatives. If your mind is blown up in confusion, we understand. So let's take a look at some alternatives to this. So high-income earners and super savers with modest incomes may not have the ability to make after-tax contributions in their 401k plans, or they just might not want to do deal with all the paperwork hassles of converting after-tax contributions to Roth contributions. So in that case, let's take a look at some excellent alternatives to making after-tax contributions. Invest through a brokerage, of course. Building up investments in a brokerage account isn't perfect. You're going to pay capital gains taxes when you trade inside that account. However, the money in a brokerage account is accessible, so you can use it to put an addition to, on your house, for instance, or to even buy a business, or it could help pay for your child's college education. Invest in alternatives. Instead of investing in the stock market, you could choose to invest in crowdfunded real estate, venture capital, or other alternative investments to diversify your investment portfolio. Save in cash. So holding a cash cushion for an emergency fund or to fund a short-term goal can be very satisfying. Cash won't beat inflation in the long run. So you don't want to hold too much cash, of course, but that being said, a big emergency fund can be very comforting <laughs> during volatile economic times, that's for sure. All right, so here's when to make after-tax 401k contributions. Making those after-tax contributions, we understand it's not for everyone, However, if you're a high-income earner or a super saver, after-tax contributions could help you save money on taxes. Before you dig into the details, consider the appropriate order of operations for retirement investing. You can find a link to the order of operations. Print it out, consult it. It's at thecollegeinvestor.com, right inside this article. You're going to want to max out all of your other accounts before you super fund your 401k. That's basically what the order of operations is. But if you're maxing out all of your retirement accounts, you might decide that after-tax contributions are the best way to build wealth for you. Oh, what an interesting topic. We love it. If you love it, please subscribe. Again, you can also share this with your friends and family just to get this conversation going. If you want to find out more, dig deeper into all the things we talked about today and all the resources we gave you, you can find it at thecollegeinvestor.com. And The College Investor is how you can find us all over social media as well. Thank you so much for stopping by today, and we will talk to you again real soon.